Hi, welcome to the 13th Warehouse, Friday the 13th TV series edition. I'm Vicki. And I'm Kim. And these are the episode credits for Friday the 13th, the series, season three, episode 16, My Wife as a Dog, a series created by Frank Mancuso Jr. and Larry B. Williams, written by Jim Henshaw, directed by Armin Mastriani, original air date, February 19th. 1990. Kim is off this week. So we're back with season three, episode 16, My Wife as a Dog. So the cursed antique in this episode is the aboriginal leash of dreams that makes its owner's dream come true after they strangle others with it. So seriously, oh my god. Full disclosure, I originally gave this episode to Elizabeth, who did Femme Fatale with me, whenever that was. And then I watched it and I was like, I can't even this is like going to be the second episode of the series she's ever watched how could i give her this ridiculous one and i'm sorry if people like it some of the ridiculous ones i think are funny this was just ridiculous this is close to taking the place of my least least favorite episode the one with the mulcher and the only reason this one might come in a close second is because at least the antique makes sense it's a leash and it has to do with the dog. In the mulcher episode, there's no sense to the fact that you throw somebody's body in a mulcher and dollar bills from 1937 come out. Yes, 1937 was the date the mulcher was manufactured, but it made no sense. I like the antiques to connect to something and this that one did not. So that's the only reason that this might come in a close second to my most hated episodes, but that's the only reason. It's because at least the artifact made sense. It was a leash, it was about a dog. So I'm sorry for people who liked this episode, but this is a podcast and I have to say what I have to say. This was ridiculous. And I'm gonna try to go through this. I'm not even gonna go through most of it. I'm gonna try and go through this on memory. I only watched it once and it was so ridiculous, I didn't pay attention. So if I don't get all the little details right, I'm sorry, I'm not watching it again. At one point it was kind of creepy as well because when he's laying in bed with the dog, that was a little creepy. But, and I never really understood, and maybe if I watched it again I would, I never really understood what he wanted more, the dog or the wife. That was kind of up for debate. And we don't know why the wife left him. Was it because he was so obsessed with this dog? Or was it just because he's a little weird? Well, he's very weird. So anyway, Aubrey's a firefighter. His wife has left him. She wants him to sign divorce papers. She keeps calling them to sign the divorce papers. He won't sign the divorce papers because he's sure that she's going to come back to him. In the meantime, his dog is very sick and is going to die. So at one point, he somehow gets it in his head for no reason that I could see is that one of the other firefighters is trying to keep him away from his wife like they're having a thing. There was nothing to tell us why he thought that, except that I'm assuming that's what he's like. And maybe that's the reason she left, that he was just paranoid, I guess, for lack of a better word. And he might have always thought she was up to something. But then again, this dog thing, you know, even when he talks about the dog with his ex, with his soon-to-be ex-wife, she just doesn't want to hear about the dog anymore. So that could have been a factor too. Anyway, he gets it in his head that this other firefighter may be having a thing with his wife. And while they're in a burning building, he finds this leash in the house that's burning and strangles his firefighter friend. Although he drags him out and he looks like the hero, even though the guy died. Priority one message from Starfleet coming in on secured channel. Space, the final frontier, or is it? 
Discover the podcast of a couple of moms who love Star Trek and happen to have kids on the autism spectrum. Join Vicki and Elizabeth as we explore strange new worlds, the Star Trek Discovery series, autism, and whatever else comes to mind. We're Moms Going Boldly, and you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Player FM. Hey, Dud Gramley here from Yeah, That Can't Be Good. Please join Kim, Vicky, Skip, and myself over at Yeah, That Can't Be Good for an episode-by-episode podcast of all things Eureka. You can listen at EurekaRewatch.com on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. So anyway, when he puts the leash on the dog, he notices the dog gets better. So then somehow he figures out that the dog is getting better every time he kills somebody. So obviously he kills people. But then I think he's starting to realize that the dog is turning into his wife every time he kills somebody. You know, the dog's eyes turn blue and his wife is getting sicker and sicker. Although I don't know that he knows this. It's never clear that he realizes his wife is getting sicker and sicker. So he kills a bunch of people, and in the meantime, Jack is looking, you know, for this leash because he knew it was in the house that burned down, and they follow him around, and blah, blah, blah. So finally, Jack realizes that the leash makes your dreams come true. So they don't know what the dreams are that he has, but they figure that he's killing people to make these dreams come true. At this point, Aubrey realizes, or figures, assumes, that he has to kill his wife to make the transformation complete. So he calls his wife over and says that the divorce papers are signed and she needs to come and pick him up. When she gets there, she sees her friend, who works in the bar with her, dead in the apartment. And then Aubrey starts to strangle her. Jack, Mickey, and Ryan bust in, and they think they've saved his wife, but the transformation has already been made, which they don't know. And Mickey does see the dog laying there dead with a trench coat on, but I don't think, it wasn't clear at the end, I don't think they realized what actually happened. I don't think they did, because they do say this is one they'll never figure out. But anyway, at the end, Aubrey's in prison for killing this woman that was in his apartment, I imagine. And his wife comes to visit him, who we know is actually the dog. And if we didn't know that, we know when he scratches her head and she pants like a dog. Oh, my God. Anyway, I don't have anything else to say about this, except I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, this is the first time the artifact, the antique holder, the person who had the antique and was using it, actually lived. And even though he's in jail, he looks happy because he has his wife slash his dog visiting him. So it's kind of like, I don't want to say he got what he wanted because he's in jail, but he doesn't seem all that upset about being in jail. And he was really happy when his wife showed up, who we know is the dog. So I really don't have anything else to say about this. And I'm sorry for the people who liked this episode, but it was ridiculous. And I don't want to watch it for a second time to get all the details right. So we'll see you next week. And hopefully next week's will be... (laughs) totally different and better so thanks for listening sorry if you like this i did not (laughs) all right bye this is doug reminding you to follow us on facebook at facebook.com backslash 13th warehouse on twitter at eureka warehouse and on instagram at eureka underscore warehouse you can listen to the 13th warehouse on our website the 13thwarehouse.com 
on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Theme music for the 13th Warehouse, Friday the 13th, the series edition. Suspense Night, provided by Anton Kornienko. Pixabay user 147-98912. Free for personal or commercial use. See you next time at the warehouse.